When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, we are airing in Boston, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. How about that? Washington, Oregon, Idaho, California, Arizona, Colorado, Oklahoma, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Vermont, Maine. I've been everywhere, man. (laughs) This is the Rod Peterson Show. By the way, I wasn't singing to Hank Snow's I've Been Everywhere, man. That's where we air on Game Plus Television. Hello. Welcome to a football Friday here on your favorite daytime sports talk show. Indeed, on Game Plus Television, also on WQEE Radio. Shout out Metro Atlanta and Ryan O'Radio flying the ship there. The guys and gals at Game Plus in Toronto. And from the... I am... At the Great Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary, it is Calgary's entertainment destination. We're in the gateway to the foothills. And we've got Darren Moose-Dupont joining us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And you're nodding your head already like a bobblehead. It's Darren Dupont bobblehead day, everybody. You look like you have something to say, Moose. What do you got? <laughs> what do you got? No, Don't let no. that head pop off, by the way. Anything? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm doing great. Just happy to be on and ready to get going here on a Friday. Okay, well, people are uh, all lathered up, and they want to talk some football, and we're going to do that. Mark Stephen is going to be with us later on, the longtime voice of the Calgary Stampeders, iconic Calgary broadcaster, is going to join us here. Jeff Fairholm, my favorite rough rider ever, Saskatchewan rough rider ever, was supposed to be with us. He was scheduled to be with us, but he's had some travel snafus coming home from Phoenix. So probably next week we'll be looking at Fairway here. And we've got Reed Johnson joining us from the XFL, the uh, famed Mark Cast podcast, Reed Johnson. In between that, we got a lot of viewers clamoring for football talk, but let's open it up. Quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan. And let's, it. let's go. It is the golden corral of sports talk in terms of it's a sports buffet. So before we get into the football, let's start with the number one thing, Darren, that I've seen across the country of Canada, all my friends' timelines on social media. It's the Toronto Blue Jays. George Springer had five hits. Vladdy drove in three runs, and the Toronto Blue Jays beat the St. Louis Cardinals 10-9 on opening night in Bush Stadium. Opening day. Bo Bichette had four hits for the Blue Jays, who set a team record for hits in an opener with 19. St. Louis's Tyler O'Neill tied a major league record by homering on opening day for the fourth straight season. I'll throw in that the Atlanta Braves beat Washington as well, 7-2. That's probably not a surprise for the Braves, but a big win for the Blue Jays. I watched or listened to it all, Darren, and uh, 
Guards had 93 wins last year, the Jays 92. You knew it was going to be an even game. It was a slugfest. It was all of everything you would want. But I'll say this, and the people at Rogers aren't going to want to hear this, and I don't care. I was driving around listening to the radio broadcast of it, and it was absolutely abhorrent. They're too cheap to send the play-by-play -play guy, Ben Wilson, on the road. He was fantastic, by the way. Very good, Ben Wilson. But his color guy, I don't know who he was, every time he talked, they pulled the stadium sound down. Sounded like he was in a closet. I'm like, come on, Rogers, do better. Like, seriously, do better with your Blue Jays radio broadcast. This is Major League Baseball. And as I've learned in this business, this perilous trade, the Blue Jays probably don't even care because they're out playing a game. And the business people are all watching the television broadcast. Nobody's paying attention to the radio. Well, I was, and it sounded terrible. But the Blue Jays were great. Rant over. What did you think? I thought it was awesome. I wasn't listening to the radio. I was watching on TV. So for me, it was good. Get Dan Shulman and Buck Martinez. There's not really a better duo than that, you know, in the game. So that was a treat. And you know what? You know, if I had more than two thumbs, I'd throw them up for the, all the new rule changes and the way the game went. It was fast. And I know people will say, you know, when they analyze the first day, well, that Jays game was still almost four hours. Yeah, but it didn't feel like it. It was four hours because there was 30 hits. You know, and there was 19 runs, all the things you want. You'll sit through a long game if there's lots of action. You won't sit through a four-hour, one-nothing, two-one ball game. That's boring. I thought it was great. It was always in mm. doubt. You know, in the past baseball games, if you were up by one or two going to the bottom of the ninth, it's over. No, not last night, not yesterday. So, uh, thumbs up. This baseball season's going to be fun. Producer Clark, can you do me a favor? Uh, I was just going through the 902 text line, and there was that text that came in from Ali Lalani yesterday from Bet Regal. He was watching on Game Plus television at home. He took a photo, and he sent it into the 902 line. Can you dig that up and let me know when you have it? And I want to put it on the air. Point two, we're going to talk about the NHL because we are firmly in the home stretch. David Pasternak scored his 53rd goal of the season 41 seconds into overtime and the Boston Bruins wrapped up the President's Trophy with their franchise record 58th win 2-1 over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Hampus Lindholm sent a pass to Pasternak for the backhand winner. President's Trophy goes to the NHL regular season points leader. Boston broke their uh, own team record from 1971 for wins. They moved more four away from the NHL record of 62 wins set by Detroit and Tampa. They hold that. So that's to what's gonna be, uh, we're going to be watching for, for the Bruins. Let's just pause the proceedings for a second. Clark has the photo. Ali Lalani, he is the marketing guy. There you go. Yesterday, I just had intuition say, Rod, put on that Bet Regal bunny hug as I was uh, coming down to do the show here in the stage bar at the casino. And look, you see the Game Plus logo in the top left corner. Love it. I don't know what his cable provider is. I think it's Rogers. But, Ali, thanks for watching. Thanks for your partnership. We love us some Bet Regal. Moving on. Connor McDavid scored his NHL leading 61st goal of the season. And the Edmonton Oilers beat Los Angeles 2-0 for their third straight win. McDavid scored his 300th NHL goal, beating goalie Eunice Corposala with a wrist shot from the slot on a shorty. Breakaway 2-0 at 353 the third. Stop the presses. I actually fell asleep middle of the second period. My brother called me, the cowboy. What are you doing? Sleeping. Him. What's wrong with you? Me. Nothing. It's been a long emotional week. 
don't at me. Get off my back. We ended up talking for an hour. And then he's like, oh, 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 how about that McDavid goal? And I don't have PVR in my room here at the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, as you know, Moose. I would have, it's okay because it's been replayed a million times on SportsCenter and even on the SportsNet broadcast. But he was so fast, McDavid, that he had the time to look over his shoulder, which probably most guys would never, you shouldn't do that. But he had time. Uh, nobody's coming. Okay. <sighs> Throws on the, the binders. It's unbelievable what he's doing, man. It is unbelievable. It is. We haven't seen anything like this. The way he's able to just nope. dominate the game. You know, we've seen, you know, all the things Connor Bedard's doing in junior, and we're going, wow. He's doing that at the National Hockey League level. Like, that is just, it is fun to watch every night. You don't know what he's going to do, so you have to tune in. And every time he's on the ice... You're just waiting for something to happen. It's a magical thing. And, um, yeah, last night, I mean, yeah, they say he could make a sandwich, right, before he put the puck away. Uh, he is so fast and skilled, and it's just enjoy this. Don't let this moment pass in time without appreciating Connor McDavid. Yeah, it's not really his fault. Like, I have a tough time in the shootouts when the guys slow down like that, but he's doing it in game action. It's ridiculous. It's not his fault. You know, he's just so much better than everybody else. Uh, meanwhile, Stuart Skinner made 44 saves for his first shutty of the season and second ever in the NHL. Uh, I'll throw this in for our Florida friends. Pat Maroon scored twice in the third period. Steven Stamkos had a goal and an assist, and Tampa Bay beat slumping Washington 5-1 because we have a lot of Floridians tuning in because there's no other NHL coverage there at this time of the day. And Matthew Kachuk had his fifth career hat trick and an assist in Florida's 5-2 victory over Montreal. So we are just setting up for an unbelievable uh, end of the regular season. I'm going to move on from there, but that's what happened in the NHL. Those are our NHL leftovers. I want to mention this for our SJHL friends. Fans, get your tickets now for the SJHL raffle for your chance to win a brand new Polaris side-by-side. -side. Tickets are available now at sjhlraffle.ca. They're on sale until April 23rd. Tickets are one for $25, three for $30, or ten for $100. All proceeds from the raffle support the SJHL and its member teams. That's sjhlraffle.ca. Don't wait. Get your tickets today. It is causing a bit of a stir today. I don't care whether people believe me or not. I know it's true. Tom Brady was part of an ownership group that kicked tires. That was my term, my phrasing from yesterday, and I, I know that to be true. He was not the money guy, but he was the face of the organization. That Did they put a formal bid in? I think they put in an application. I heard it hit Randy Ambrosi's desk. Um... Nobody's really scoffing at it. They will, of course, because it's me seeing it. And at some point, I'm sure there will be some sort of denial issued. But I know that Tom Brady, he wanted to get into a sports ownership. He looked at the CFL. Didn't happen. Now he owns a part of a WNBA team, and he's not done. And I'm not, I know other franchises that Brady was part of that he looked into that I won't go any further than that. I know the Alouettes were one. And it brought up a poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Darren actually came up with this. Which of these celebrities do you wish owned your team? And Darren actually came up with the three. Tom Edward Brady, Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, or other. 
And leading the way, leading the way by a mile is Ryan Reynolds of Deadpool fame. And I said to Darren before the show, I said, is this recency bias? Is this Canadian bias? What is this? Because for me, he would be third and a distant third. I love all of them, but I just love Rock. I mean, I got a man crush on that dude. I would love to have the Rock on my team. And when I say my team, I don't mean the team I cheer for. I would, I would say the team that I played for or the team that I worked for because uh, we would be able to get to hang out with the Rock. So, but I don't think you would vote for the Rock. No, I, I'm going to vote for Tom Brady. I think just the recency of him being in the National Football League, how big his brand is. Not that they, uh, they're all big, all three of these guys. Um, but Brady, I think he, you know, he brings the football credibility uh, to the table. I think that would add a lot um, to a franchise. The Ryan Reynolds thing is interesting because he's Hollywood and mainstream, and I think he would bring a lot of mainstream um, credibility and fans into uh, an organization. But. I'll vote for uh, TB12. Well, and again, I think about it. Ryan Reynolds leading the way. Neither you nor I voted for him. But just with regards to the owners, I'll never forget uh, a gentleman by the name of Brett Lysak, second-round pick of the Carolina, Carolina Hurricanes, the darling of the Dome. We were on the team bus one time, and the owner very rarely ever traveled with us. And you know bus etiquette with a sports yep. team. You know the etiquette. If you're a rookie, you don't get two seats, you get one. Older guys in the back of the bus, blah, blah, blah. And that owner rode on a, about a three-hour bus trip with us. <laughs> and Lysak, the darling of the dome, once the door opened and the, own, the owner got off, Lysak turns and goes, who was that guy? And they said, I, he owns the team. Lysak goes, well, I guess he gets two seats. <laughs> yes, he does. He owns the team. But can, can you imagine The Rock riding captain at the front of the bus? He could, he'd take four seats. That he guy's huge. Four. I know. Unbelievable. So, I think uh, that's so cool. I could just imagine him sitting on the front of the bus. The Rock? Oh, yeah. I, well, I would just sit there and stare at him <laughs> for the whole ride. Uh, no pooping on the bus. Oh, that's big bus. Folks, don't miss comedian, actress, producer, and podcaster Whitney Cummings live at the Great Eagle Event Center on Tuesday, April 25th. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. We're only halfway through our quick six show topics, so we've got a lot of time to go here. Uh, Placeline Vancouver with point four. Wally Buono, the CFL's all-time leader in coaching wins. And Waterboys founders Dennis Skulski, Moray Keith, Jamie Pitblatto, and Tom Malone will be added to the BC Lions Wall of Fame this summer. In a statement, the Lions said the inductions will be made August 12th when the Lions host the Calgary Stampeders. Pasquale said in a statement, being recognized is always about the people around you. I was blessed with great ownership, a great staff, and many, many great players in my 16 seasons with the club. The fan support was also a great difference maker, especially at BC Place. Mark Stevens coming up here later on, not too far from now, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. And for many years, he called games with Wally running the show here in Calgary, the Stamps. And who would have ever thought, who would have ever thought Wally would leave the Stampeders and go to the rival BC Lions and spend 16 seasons there 
I want to talk to Mark about that era when Wally left the Stamps because I'm over there in Saskatchewan watching this going, good, Wally's gone. Maybe they'll start losing, which they did. That's what idiot owners do to a franchise, fire good people. But I digress. Do you have any thoughts on the legacy of Wally uh, being added to the Wall of Fame in BC? Because he's a living Hall of Famer. And I don't know if he would ever tell you if he was a stampeder or a lion at heart. I don't know. I don't know what the answer would be. But that shows you the kind of guy and the success that Wally had. Because we don't know which one he would wear, you know, um, underneath his suit coat. What is, what's underneath? Is it a Stamps? Is it a, a Lions? And that shows you that he had such an impact on both organizations, had such success. He really had two Hall of Fame careers, one in each. Um, so unbelievable. Yeah. It's just a treat that I got to grow up in, in really the Wally Buono era. So, uh, you know, well-deserved. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, this is great. We'll tell some Wally stories a little later on uh, with Mark. From the cheap seats, John Ohm in Winnipeg says, Michael Jordan is the principal owner and chairman of the Charlotte Hornets of the NBA and of 23X Racing in the NASCAR Cup Series. Sure, celebrity ownership is where it's at. And I, I guess with me ma making this Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady revelation that he was trying to buy the Alouettes or reached made an effort to buy the Alouettes. It's got some feathers ruffled. People going, why, would you, why wouldn't you go with him instead of Quebecor? I don't care about ruffling feathers. It happened. Yeah. Uh, from CDX Time on YouTube says, Wally is actually a great person. He made a video for a family friend dying of cancer, and it really made her happy. I gained a ton of respect for him. It's funny when he or her says that. He's actually a good guy, you know. Who said he wasn't? <laughs> Just because he looked like a jerk on the sideline. Who said he wasn't a good guy? Anyways, we'll continue with the football talk when we return. It's a fun football Friday. Let's have some fun today. On Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Playnow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. Playnow.com. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the Playnow Sportsbook. Playnow Sportsbook. Head over to playnow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. Playnow.com. Must be 19 plus. Use your game sense. Live look at a Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. As you see, winter is still a thing out here in Western Canada. It is Calgary's entertainment destination, and we are live from the stage bar. Come on down and check us out. 
daily 10 a.m. Mountain on Game Plus Television. It's channel 924 on your TELUS cable package. We're all across Canada, though, on Game Plus and in 31 U.S. states. If you love the timeless music of the Eagles, by the way, then you can't afford to miss Hotel California, the original Eagles tribute. Thursday, April 27th. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. The Legends show is on tonight featuring Peter Paquette as Elvis. I think I might check that out. Darren Moose DuPont is with us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. We're talking about Wally Buono going to the BC Lions Wall of Fame. And I said, you know, if you asked him, are you a Lion or are you a Stampeder? You know, did you go into the Hall of Fame as either? Ted in Red Deer writes in and says, maybe Wally's an Alouette. That's where he played, right? And coach, and assistant coach, for sure. That's a good point. Uh, Jeff, the Stams fan, says the story of the Calgary Stampeders from 02 to 04 could and should be a Hollywood movie. Rich in Edmonton says, always saw Wally jogging around the U of Calgary campus when we went there in the mid-90s. He always smiled and said hello. <laughs> this is great. Jeff, the Stams fan, says, yep. Always saw him mid-afternoon in front of Science A and B. So I'm really looking forward, and I, Mark Stevens here, the voice of the Stamps, and just talking about that time. Like, who would have ever thought that Wally wouldn't be part of this Calgary sports scene because he was such a massive part of it. But he loves his life out there in Vancouver. His kids are out there. Grandkids are out there. Just, hey, are you taking notes, Moose? You never know where life's going to take you. It's so true. It's so true. You just don't know. And you just, the biggest thing in life is you just have to be open and, you know, to new ideas, new ways of thinking, things that fall into your lap and just be willing to go with it and explore it and see what happens. Wally goes to Vancouver. All of a sudden, that's where he's spending the rest of his life. Do you think when he left Calgary that he thought he'd go there and, you know, be there for 16 years? But about the rest of his life there, going to the Wall of Fame and all of the rest. I, I don't know that that was, you know, what you're thinking when that happens, but you're open to it. You uh, jump in with both feet, and look where he is. It's a wonderful uh, life he's had. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure he wasn't expecting it at all. I could tell these stories forever, and that's what we do Football Fridays for here uh, because of stories like this from our viewers. Carlos in Indianapolis says, when you bounce around the league, you get to identify with a number of teams. From Kevin the Medium, he says, we all know Wally is a BC Lion. Craig in Calgary says, I always saw him jogging around the Mack Hall parking loop. What I'm learning today is Wally did a lot of jogging. How about that? Chris Jones, Chris Jones, he does his, he walks. He don't jog. Ask him why. And Roy Shivers did, did something in between. I don't think you'd call it a jog, but it was a little faster than a walk. Uh, I don't know. But Wally's been on this show a number of times. We're going to get him again. He was busy today. But, you know, we did that sit down with him that it was thousands and thousands of views of that on the Rod Peterson show. And Wally said the one thing, the one regret, he, would have, he always wanted to coach the Rough Riders. And I almost fell off my chair that he said that. We should repost that interview because it was so great. And then the other thing, he didn't really talk about it. But for those of us that were in Saskatchewan for a long time, that infamous Wally chant. And they always tried to get him to turn around, <laughs> right? He's on the east sidelines. All the, they always tried to get Wally to turn around for a, a hundred years he coached or played. Never turned around one time. Not one time. And you think he couldn't, he couldn't hear them? 
Because a lot of times guys turn around. I did this visiting sidelines. I was a fan over there. A lot of guys turn around. Wally Buono never turned around not one bloody time. He coached Trust more me. games there probably than a lot of rider coaches, right, Mark? Think about that for a second. Numerically, yeah, never turned around one time. Nelson from uh, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says Wally famous for dot 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 cutting the rock. Well, incidentally, the rock never went on to play anywhere ever again after that. So maybe maybe the rock wasn't that good. Oh, Mark just said, yeah, he was good. <laughs> See, this is going to be great when Mark joins us here. Football Fridays are fun, aren't they? So much fun. Always. Well, you know, um, I remember yeah, just ahead. the last couple seasons being in the, uh, in the stands watching the Odd Rider game. And, you know, Bo Levi, they would do the same thing to Bo with Calgary because the rumors were starting to swirl of him coming to Saskatchewan. And they would yell things. And they would try and get him to turn around. Then they were nice to try and get him to turn around. And you could tell he, was, he could hear it. And eventually in the fourth quarter, he broke and he turned around and gave the guys a little smile and um, a little head nod. So Wally, but he never did. Wally never did. No. The steely resolve of that man. I admire the hell out of it. And, you know, we had some small little feuds, he and I. But now that I've gotten a little older, I've realized where Wally's at. He didn't, give, he didn't care about the opinions of sheep. And I was a sheep. He's a lion. I don't care what you think. And the older you get, you have your small little circle of friends and everybody else. It's wrong. I get you, Wally. Oh, by the way, Chris is watching on Game Plus Television in Heidelberg, Ontario. And I, I, I was reading my mind. He was written in. Chris from Heidelberg, Ontario says, Absolutely big and surprising win for our number eight seed, Kitchener Rangers, over the number one seed, Windsor Spitfires, last night in game one of the first round of the OHL playoffs. Hoping for more, but we'll see. LOL. Chris Tom in Heidelberg, Ontario. Here's the thing. My next point was the XFL. I don't even know what week it is this, of the schedule. Between NHL, now MLB, NBA, Final Four March Madness tonight, Dub Playoffs, SJ Playoffs, AJ. People are trying to get me to go to Brooks tonight because Okotoks is there. And I'm like, can't. I just can't. You want to throw in NASCAR and the Valero Open and the curlings going on, the TVs? <laughs> what? I just don't have time. But I, so I want any of you that want to promote your junior team's games or results, text in right now and I'll read them on the air today. Maybe Clark can put them on the screen. I just can't keep up with everything at all. And I, I, I'll give Greg Drennan a lot of credit. I went to his blog, gregdrennan.com. Uh, not only is he the best at covering the Western League, he's about the only covering the Western Hockey League anymore. But everything that I wanted to find out was on his site. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. That's the one thing when my brother called last night, we talked the longest about the junior hockey playoffs. That's where we connect. But I got Pats in seven, by the way. Uh, are you going to ca catch some of that series, aren't you, Darren? Oh, yeah, I'm going to try and catch as much as I can. Um, even considering a drive up to Saskatoon this weekend. So we will see. Um, at the very least, I'll, I'll nice. be following it. So uh, it, it's going to be a good one. Cooper Campbell, 
is a football guy in Mississippi, and he's watching right now, and he says, always a great show, Rod. Cooper, you got to give me a call. He's one of my football guys. He calls me with the inside stuff, and he says, Rod, here's the thing. I can never get enough of that when he says that. Arlen Bruce is watching in Vancouver. AB3, he writes in, he says, breaking news. Tom Brady and the beautiful blonde Reese Witherspoon are the new American couple. Stop. Have you heard that? No. Yeah, me either. What? Can we get confirmation on that? Arlen Bruce is reporting Tom Brady is now dating Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> what a <Okay>. weird day. <laughs> what a weird day. Uh, I'm not even done yet. Uh, moving along here with topics. By the way, Mark Steven coming up uh, in the next segment. And Reed Johnson from the XFL Mark cast. Folks, get ready to sing along to all your favorite REO Speedwagon hits Thursday, May 4th here at Great Eagle Event Center. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.ca. Um, point six, Moose, is this. Randoms. Um, I'll be reading in the sports update coming up what's going on in the NLL Week 18, but I can tell you tonight, our Georgia Swarm, home to the New York Guardians tonight. Everybody in Georgia listening on WQEE, get your tickets to Gas South Arena tonight. Don't worry about the fact the game's on ESPN News. It's on ESPN News tonight. Linear television, Randy Ambrosi's favorite term, linear. The Swarm in New York tonight. Hashtag buzzing. Las Vegas is at Colorado tonight, and the Calgary Roughnecks are at the San Diego Seals. That game is on TSN Plus and ESPN Plus. Uh, March Madness, will you be around at television at all, Moose? The games are FAU, Florida Atlantic University versus San Diego State at 6.09 Eastern. And then uh, UM, as they refer to it in South Florida, Miami, taking on UConn, Connecticut at 8.49 Eastern. Will you tune in any of that? You know, you say that I might. I woke up this morning not thinking about it, but now I, I kind of want to, especially the Florida Atlantic or the Owls. That's the Cinderella story of March Madness. So um, they'll probably have my attention, and it's a nice early game before I really have anything going on. It's 4 o'clock, so that's really perfect. I had this notification come down my phone. I, gotta, I, I laughed about this, and Serena and I had a chuckle. From USA Today. Dingy locker rooms, crowded campus, the story of FAU making the Final Four. It's 3.5K from my house in Boca Raton, and I've been to the college football games for the Owls, but I'm just not going to get to be the biggest men's basketball guy. But if it's true, like, yeah, everybody in Boca is going crazy about FAU. That's their school. My Florida home, right? That's where everybody went to FAU. And they're yep. going nuts. But from what I understand, their, their gym is a dump. So the fact that they've made it to the Final Four is a pretty big deal. Larry Sweet is watching in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You know him, Mark. He says, Rod, you may not know this, but Wally had a lot to do with Chris starting his CFL coaching career with Calgary following being a guest coach at Vancouver. How about that? Chris Sweet, former O-line coach here, the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, we're going to get into some story time here with Wally. It's going to be uh, with Mark about Wally. going to be great. Uh, by the way, from Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, he says, Tom and Reese are the hot gossip 
in all the tabloids as of six hours ago. So it's got to be real. I need a moment to get my head around Tom Brady dating Reese Witherspoon. Legally blonde. June Carter. I got to get my head around it. You? Yeah, I got to find out if I like this or not. Most recently, I thought she was really good in the morning show. <laughs> I got to think I about really, it. Yeah, I really yeah. liked her in the morning show, uh, the one on Apple. Um, and I'm waiting for a new season. I hope there is one. Um, ah, do I like this or not like this? I don't know. I need a minute. From John Ohm. Um, he says rumors have been circulating recently linking Tom Brady and Reese Witherspoon after they broke up with their respective partners last year. You stop it. Talk about Tom that way. They're free to do whatever they want to do. They're consenting adults. And uh, Dale in Winnipeg. Apparently we have a lot of viewers today in, in Winnipeg. Bingo! He says this isn't random. Me and Jack are taking out our older Jeep for a chilly spring camping trip. Great show all. Happy Friday. Uh, you might be hearing a lot more about Jeeps and this show coming up. And from Rod Monroe, producer Clark's dad. He's written in, says, good morning, Rod and team. Game three, Pats and Blades with producer Clark and grandson Jackson next Tuesday. Go, Pats, go. Sorry, Darren. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of heat when your blades go down to the holy child <laughs> and God's team. Moose, have a great weekend. Thanks for playing along. Thank you. You too. Thank you. You too. All right. The Hall of Fame voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Steven, joins us next live here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. It is a football Friday on Game Plus Television, iHeartRadio, your favorite podcast platform and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Welcome back live to Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. A beautiful morning here in the gateway to the foothills on a football Friday. That's what we do here on TELUS Channel 924, Game Plus TV, and whatever your cable provider is carrying Game Plus all across the country. Glad to have you aboard. And we're very pleased to welcome to the program again the Hall of Fame voice of the Calgary Stampeders, Mark Stephen, who's had a... You've, you've been sitting here on the apron of the set, as they say, hearing what we've been talking about. Some fun topics today, Mark. Lots going on. Yeah, lots. And uh, what there isn't, we'll figure out some good topics. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, so the Wally thing. Uh, if you don't mind, let's jump right into the deep end there. Sure. Um, he's going on the Lions Wall of Fame. Is there any Wall of Fame he's not part of? Calgary's. Whoops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's not. You asked, you get the answer. He's not on the Wall of Fame here. Why? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I said to you in the break, I don't want to pick a wound, Mark, if this is bad, let's not. It's not yeah. bad, is it? Can't be. Well, there's a lot of, you know, they haven't put anybody up on the wall since 2014. So the last time that uh, they did, a Wally was active, so that's probably why. He didn't want to, he wanted nothing to do with the Stampeders by design while he was active. So things have changed. He has nothing to do with the BC Lions, nothing to do with the Stampeders. It was to after the 2002 season, was it not, that he left here? Yeah, he started BC in 2003, yeah. 
Uh, take a swig of that coffee if you want. <laughs> we got imported for him here. Um, kind of nuclear hot, but anyway. It, that's why I war told you. <laughs> I told you they uh, tracked that down. Thank you, Rod. Yeah. They serve it hot here. Um, so it's just a coffee discussion. It's what we do here today, and you know a lot of CFL fans tune in. But I, you know, you don't think about it unless it's your team. Like. I would say if Wally Buono can be fired, it means anybody can be fired. Yeah. Correct? Uh, sure, yeah. 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 So what was it like here in 2002 when that happened? Well, very tense, the whole thing. Uh, yeah. You know, it was clear that the uh, ownership had an entirely different agenda at the time, and that was to get uh, their son on the field, and Wally was, you know, obviously not on board with that. So uh, they had a stalemate, and he eventually resigned and uh, went to BC on the same day. So... Uh, you know, that was then. It was certainly a, a tough moment. Um, you know, at the time, uh, they're coming off the first non-playoff season Wally had ever had, 6-12. and 12. So that was, uh, there was a lot going on. It was not a great time. Uh, you know, the Stampeders have generally had uh, stability, and uh, they've been at or near the top for many years. But those are the three years of exception. They went through four coaches in four years. It was a turmoil-filled time for Yeah, sure. well, what, did he deserve to be fired? Well, he resigned, but... Uh, well, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. No. Yeah. But the owner wanted him out the door. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, there's, what's it called, constructive dismissal or something like that. You make somebody feel so uncomfortable. And previously, they had requested compensation, because he was under contract. They dropped the demands for compensation, so they came right. to the Well, the so. story, and Mark, listen, as we get older... The Grey Cup was in Edmonton in 2002, right? And the yep. story was, I remember our good friend Ed Willis, when there was so much more media coverage right in the newspapers of the CFL, that your owner, it was Kevin Federick, right? Was, was the, the owner, player. The, Michael Federick was Michael the Michael was the owner, yeah. the dad. He was peddling Wally's services at a cocktail party at Grey Cup. Yeah, I'd heard that too. And pretty yeah. dysfunctional. Yeah, so, hey... Uh, I know that's probably an era of Stamps history you don't care to talk about. Ted in Red Deer writes, and he says, So, Stampeders fans, who was worse? Federick the owner, Federick the quarterback, or the GM that Federick brought in? Sorry, I don't remember his name. Fred Fateri, three-way tie for last. How about that? <laughs> Spicy! <laughs> right, okay. Are you ready to move on? Yeah, that was a okay. while ago. You know, it's a... Uh, no, now. Are you ready to change oh, okay. topics? Sure, yeah. Wait. <laughs> That's good. Uh, we'll come back on all this. We have a lot sure. of things to get to here today with Mark. I'll just say this about Wally, then I'll move on. His achievements are so monumental that if he'd only coached the Stampeders and not the Lions, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. And I'll go the other way. If he'd only ever been the head coach of the BC Lions and never come to Calgary, he'd still be in the Hall of Fame. That's impressive. That's the way I see it anyway. So On the list. And I, I never stopped to think about it today. He probably coached more games in Taylor Field Mosaic Stadium than any rider coach. Well, a lot of them anyway. Yeah. longevity. Just think, you know, off the top of my head, you know, he coached roughly 450 games, so you'd have to think he coached 40, 45, uh, uh, 50 in, uh, you know, depending on the schedule format. But, yeah, right. be, it'd be close to the equivalent of three full seasons. Well, let me ask you this. I, you know, I don't know if you view things the way I do, but when Wally went to BC, did you think, oh, boy, from a Stamps perspective? Because with, with Winnipeg, when I saw what Kyle Walters and O'Shea were doing there, long before they won a championship, I, I was still with the Riders. I'm like, ah, these guys are going to be great because they're doing it right, and look where they are. Did you think this is bad for the Stamps that Wally 
Oh, yeah. Went to the Lions. Yeah, and uh, just the way it was being operated uh, isn't as much as he wasn't there, and it was who replaced them and sort of the attitude. Uh, Jim Barker came in to coach, but he had uh, lots of people above him uh, filling his head with advice, and uh, there was lots going on, and he was let go after one year. Matt Dunnigan came in for a year, and uh, but finally the team was sold, and, uh, you know, then Tom Higgins came in for three And years. he restored... Yeah, he had. He came from a conventional CFL background, so, yeah. you know, I... Matt, I quite enjoyed, but, you know, obviously with zero experience, it was a lot to absorb all at once. Mm -hmm. You know, if he ever wants to be an offensive coordinator or a quarterback coach, I think he'd be a good one. But he uh, started at the top when he was here. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tease something before we go to break. We have 90 seconds, but Jock Wilson, your pre and post host and longtime buddy, more than anything, was here last week. And he goes, he thinks the Stamps might be up against it this year. Could be. How do you feel? No. <laughs> Do you guys talk? You obviously talk about well, that. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, they've got the structure at the top is largely the same, although John Huffnagel's not as actively involved. Uh, they'll get the quarterback situation straightened out. Yes, they've lost players, but so does just about every other team lost players. I don't think the Stampeders are uh, any worse off than anybody else. They're different, but I don't think they're any worse off than anybody else. So, uh, no, will they be a 12-win team? I don't know, but I don't think it's out of the question either. Well, you uh, watch practice every day. You call yeah. all the games. Is Jake Mayer the next one? Well, he'll be good, whether he's good enough. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I like a lot of things. He's uh, calm and, uh, you know, moves just good enough in the pocket and uh, has respect in that of the players. So I, I can't say absolutely for sure. Obviously, you know, he played well down the stretch, but he had struggles in the postseason. So. Right. He's got a lot to prove. Yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah. He hasn't, uh, he hasn't uh, ascended just yet, but he may. He may. Folks, uh, Mark Stephen with us, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. We will take a time out before we do from our... Text line 902-518-3033. You can always reach us on that. Jeff in Edmonton writes that he says, How about those Oilers? We went with the home jerseys, by the way. Happy football Friday, everybody. Have a great one. Uh, a Hamiltonian who moved to Edmonton and was going to his first ever Oilers game last night wanted to know which jerseys to buy, and he went with the opposite of what I suggested. So way to go, Jeff. Oilers won. You're the good luck charm there. Stephen in North Dakota writes in, he says, greetings and hallucinations from sunny minus 7 Celsius, Minot, North Dakota. Catching up after worker, blah, 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 blah. How long are CFL players' medical expenses covered after leaving the field? Yeah. Uh, that, that's where that's a real uh, source of concern because Canadian players are covered, but American players are not. And they've tried to get it extended. Their benefits are. So that is a real source of concern. And... Uh, you know, I think they've tried to work on some uh, things that would uh, allow American players, while they're here and working, they're covered. But once their careers are over, they aren't. And, you know, it's a fair argument to ask that they uh, were taxed uh, when they played here. And, uh, you know, the revenue went in to support the health system. So the answer is uh, for American, there's a, a split. The Canadian players are covered. American players are not once their careers end. It's a real source of conflict. There's your answer, Stephen. We'll be back with more with Mark Stephen right after this. We'll get around to some NHL talk, too, and whatever you guys would like us to debate. It's a Football Friday live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. PlayNow.com A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to PlayNow.com and enter promo code RPSHOW to redeem your special offer. That's promo code RPSHOW for your special offer. PlayNow.com Must be 19+. plus. Use your game sense. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That is Calgary's entertainment destination, the Gray Eagle Event Center. A quick sports update. The Toronto Raptors open a five-game road trip tonight when they visit the 76ers. The Raps have won three in a row and ended the game in ninth in the Eastern Conference at 38-38. and 38. The first round of the PGA Tour's Valero Texas Open continues today at TPC San Antonio. Veterans Padraig Harrington and Matt Kuchar shared the early lead at 4-under-68 before play was suspended. Thursday night. This sports update is for Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. John Wick, Chapter 4, starring Keanu Reeves. John Wick takes on his most lethal adversaries yet in the upcoming fourth installment of the series. It's in theaters now. John Wick, Chapter 4. Mark Stephen is with us, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders. He'll be with us in New Hour 2. Has the coffee cooled down a little bit? Yep. No, clearly. Not yes. nuclear like it was before. Okay, we'll get to top that up. At the, and thank you, Rod, for taking yeah. care of us. Colorado fan, born and raised. Look at him. Calgarian, cheers for the avalanche. Figure that one out. I can figure it out exactly. Kale McCarr. I think if you said early days, 90s, oh, though, okay, right? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. yeah. And also Logan O'Connor uh, played most of his minor hockey here. So. Uh, Kale McCarr took home some hardware yesterday, I understand. Yeah, the uh, Calgary Booster Club, which is a local uh, entity that uh, salutes athletes and uh, athletic leaders. They have an annual banquet. He was named Calgary's Male Athlete of the Year. And uh, I think he's the first in about 60 years Somebody, a hockey player, didn't play for the Flames to be named that. So he's uh, he's really something. Isn't that something? Yeah, he really. is. They love that kid here. Should they yeah. Should he's fantastic. He's uh, he's amazing. I mean, what he's done already. Uh, never mind what he's going to do because he's still very very young, very early in his career. Stanley Cup, the Norris. Yeah. yeah what is he going to do? Well, what are the Flames going to do? Isn't that something? Yeah, it really is. Uh, I'll give them credit. They've. I don't know if they've. Uh, started a surge but at least they've uh, stabilized things over the last few games and uh you know they did have a bad losing streak earlier this month but uh they've come out of that uh, they're playing better i don't want to say it's great uh they do have to get away from having you know some good games like the other last game was pretty good against los angeles but then they lay a colossal egg that's why they are where they are they've got a game in vancouver tonight whom they see twice more this year and while the Canucks uh, are long, long, long out of the playoff conversation, they're playing really well. Uh, since the coaching change, I think they're 16-9, and nine, something like that. And it doesn't impact their playoff chances, but it could impact the Flames' playoff chances. You know, I think we all agree that 
coaching change was botched about as badly as it could be. But, uh, you know, the move itself has paid off. And uh, the Canucks, I'd say it's awful late for them, but I don't care about them. Uh, in terms of uh, the playoff situation, I care about the Flames playoff situation. And uh, Vancouver's going to have a big say. And as you pointed out, the Winnipeg Jets struggles wow. are a reason why the Flames oh, are where are they, they are. Like, what's going on there? They've been shut out three times in their last seven games. It sounds like the coach and uh, some of the high-end players are at odds. And wow, what a time. It's, uh, it's quite shocking. Oh, so as much as I had uh, considerable doubts about the Flames' playoff chances, uh, I think they're uh, good. I call them 50-50 now because they do play the Jets one more time. Uh, next Wednesday it is in Winnipeg. So... Uh, I'll give the Flames credit. They've hung in there. Well, it's funny. You and Jock both sat in that chair and said, they're done. Craig Button did too. Yeah. Weeks ago. And now <laughs> everybody's changed their mind. Let's also give Jacob Markstrom some credit as well. Daryl Sutter said, the ball's in your court. Make it happen. I'd say basically he has. Perfect? No, but pretty good. So uh, full, full marks to the Flames. But as they say, they have had a habit of laying eggs after good games, and that's why they are. They're playing a Vancouver team that's uh, suddenly highly inspired. So let's see what happens. Should be a good one tonight. Mark's going to answer your questions. They want to know about The Rock. They want to talk about the combine. They want to talk about a lot of things. Coming up in Hour 2 here on Game Plus and WQEE after this brief pause. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.